Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of the Not My Problem podcast by me, Nestle. If you're new here, welcome. And if you've been along for the journey since the beginning, welcome back. This episode will be a little bit different from the previous ones. I am not sure how long it'll be. I'm not sure everything that I will cover. It's just kind of been a lot. Um, I originally didn't plan on saying anything or recording anything just because it's just been really hard to piece together the words and my thoughts and I don't think I will ever fully get to say everything that I want to say but I do think it is important to say something for anything but I do think it's important to say something and if it's worth anything it's to give me a sense of relief I don't really have any reason um for anybody else this is honestly just for myself um and if you're listening to this then I did manage to get through the entire thing Um, this is the first time that I've sat down and recorded it. I just, I struggled the past couple of days and today is June 4th, the day that I typically release episodes. So obviously I wouldn't record an episode the day of, um, but it's 11.03 and today's probably the first day that I felt, I don't know, like okay or could piece together my thoughts for longer than you know like 10 seconds without getting upset um and I actually am like getting emotional right now but whatever we will power on um obviously the whole idea of my podcast is to provide you guys my inner thoughts and to remind you that you are not alone um and you know this this is usually done in comedy and I like make fun of the shit that we go through on a daily basis because you know like everything shouldn't be sad and just everything while it could be shitty at the moment and and, you know there's always like a silver lining to it that's kind of something that I've always thought and always believed in but there is really nothing funny um about what I have to say in today's episode (sighs) Um, I thought about including it in, uh, as a bonus episode last week, um, when things really started to hit the fan, maybe like Friday, I guess, um, I thought about, you know, just hitting record and, um, having everything that I have to say just out there. And then I, I honestly just got like infuriated, um, and I'm still very angry. And it comes in waves, you know, like I'm angry, I feel helpless, I'm scared. Um, there's just, there's so many feelings. It's really, really difficult to um, bring it into words. So I'm going to do my best, um, you know, just because I feel like it's important to say what I need to say, um, put it out there into the world and, you know, hope for the best. Um, so yeah. There will be no heavy editing. I'm quite frankly, I'm probably just going to release this as is and just send it off. Um, 
So yeah, there will be a lot of ums. There will be a lot of awkward pauses, um, sniffles probably, because I think it's just important to um, give you guys the full picture of what I'm going through, what America's going through, and more importantly, what the black community is going through. So with that, um, I really don't know what how to go about this. I feel like this topic can be approached in so many different ways and I'd be doing myself a disservice if I don't try to take as many routes and and you know say as much as I possibly can and I can like fathom into um an episode so I think I want to make it directing it towards um different individuals different groups and obviously um my fellow black community because that's who's hurting the most right now and that's who needs our attention um so I'll start off by saying and I think it's quite obvious that you know this week has been really fucked up it's so fucked up in so many ways I I guess we'll start with I'm actually this like this world has just, this world has just been fucked up for so long um but more specifically last Tuesday um or was it last Tuesday yeah last Tuesday um George Floyd was had the police called on him for a suspected um forged or counterfeit $20 bill um this was in Minneapolis, Minnesota, Minneapolis, whatever. I don't know. At, at this point, I am really having a hard time focusing into words. So obviously, if I don't get every fact straight or accurate, I apologize. But I also don't apologize um, just because it's been a lot. But anyways, um, so that happened and they called the police and the police came and for eight minutes and 46 seconds, one officer in particular had his knee on his neck while the other two officers had their full bodies weighing George Floyd down um, as he screamed for his late mother, um, as he told the officers that he could not breathe. Um, And for that eight minutes and 46 seconds um he eventually passed away and these officers for I don't know how many specifically how many days but they were just walking free and luckily um this incident was recorded and I I really feel for anybody who had to watch that transpire because I couldn't even bring myself to watch the entire video. So for that girl, that brave girl who recorded that entire clip, she's, God, wow, I don't, I don't even know how that must feel. I really feel for her, and I believe there is a GoFundMe too help her because that's just gonna traumatize that poor girl and that really sucks 
Um, but anyways, so with that, um, that obviously got um, spread around in the news and social media, and it has prompted a sea of marches and protests and riots and looting, but we'll we'll get to that sidebar in a moment. Um, and then they were, the original officer who had his knee on his neck was charged with third degree murder, which I, in theory, is something, but also ap- does absolutely nothing for me. This was a modern day lynching, so I think it's just scoffed at the idea that they wanted to give him third degree murder. Um, not to say that I think he deserves first degree, just because if they were to move to try to get him a first degree murder charge, that man would walk free. So I am happy to know that he has a second degree murder charge with at least at, um, I think, I don't know, I don't remember if it's the minimum or maximum, but it's 40 years, something like that. Um, so that does, you know, it doesn't help, but some justice is being being made and that's that's great um and then now they're actually uh arresting the other three officers that were involved but in with that it has you know started a lot of of marches all 50 states and 15 countries have um marched against police brutality and for the fact that like we live in a world where black people aren't treated equally um it's very apparent that if you aren't able to acknowledge that then quite frankly you are just blind and i i don't even know how to help you someone needs to educate you it's not going to be me because it's not my responsibility for you to find some way to realize the blatant systemic um racism that plagues the united states in particular but it is going around in other countries i don't want it to go unsaid that it's not you know happening in other countries but it's damn sure happening in United States, so, and it's just crazy, it is, I just, I can't even put it into words, um, so this marks, um, history, this is the f- largest, um, human rights mu- movement, um, to date, and I do want it to be said that this is a, um, this is not a political Um, issue this is not religion or anything like that this is quite literally a civil rights issue there is a disregard for human life and more specifically um, black lives and quite frankly um, if you don't agree or you have any take that's different from being able to acknowledge that this is not okay and this is something that's plaguing America um and you have this idea that like blue lives matter when 
there's no such fucking thing as a blue life first and foremost you weren't born into a blue life you chose that so to say blue lives matter is fucking ridiculous and uh, just shut up just oh my god anyways um it's crazy um and for the people that say that um you can have different different differing opinions on these type of issues um and that you shouldn't have this be a divide in friendships i would like for it to go on record that this is absolutely going to be a divide it was already a a divide i already um actively chose to keep people who weren't woke who weren't aware of their privilege and actively working to dismantle racism those people were already not in my life um but yeah, we can disagree on a, a lot of things. We can disagree on shows and food, music. But as soon as, as soon as someone comes into my life that disagrees on basic human rights for black people, you're absolutely not my friend. And if this offends you, you can stop listening. We probably wouldn't get along anyway. So I just truly don't care what you have to say. And that's that. And, whew, and it just... It's infuriating. I don't even know where to begin, but I lost my train of thought. Um, so yes, there's all these movements. Um, people are marching, peaceful protests, might I add. And let me just talk about you know, the social media um, versus what we are seeing on the news. If you get your news and your sources of what's going on in this world from just watching the news then I'm truly disappointed or I may maybe maybe disappointed is the wrong word um I think you should really open your eyes and see full clips um of what's going on and how this a lot of these peaceful protests are being aggravated and antagonized by the police or like other people who just want to cause like rowdiness so for instance um and this is like a common clip that's been surfacing the media is in new york city there were two cop cars trying to get through a sea of um peaceful protesters and there's two clips they're stacked up against each other um the cnn clip and then the clip that's actually on twitter which you will find most of the videos that show police brutality show police with a disregard for human life and at this point they don't even care they're like shooting rubber bullets at people and the whole purpose of rubber bullets is the fact that you're supposed to shoot them on the ground for them to bounce and hit people you don't shoot them directly at people but they don't give a fuck so they're just going to shoot them at people and, and that is insanity to me but with that clip um it shows the the cnn clip shows the cars like try to push forward and then there's like a brief moment where one cop car like does accelerate but he doesn't um he doesn't do that much damage he would startle a protester because you would think that they would he would run them over but you know the clip stops there but the actual clip that's maybe like five more seconds that they clipped out is the second car who is at a full stop and then goes to maybe like 20 to um, 20 to 30 miles per hour to 
through a sea of protesters um hitting them and then so you know if you you're not aware of that then welcome to america um and then we have the cnn clip where they were talking about the peaceful protests in atlanta and this one really just gets me riled up this is so fucked up and i just hope they sue the living crap out of the city is the um the two teens they um they assigned a curfew for atlanta um the day of for nine o'clock and i believe they sent the text messages that would actually go out to the people who are already outside at maybe 8 30 um but they had put it on the news um maybe like 7 30 8 but if you're not home to watch the news then you wouldn't know that this curfew is in place and then they didn't send the text message until 30 minutes before the curfew there's like 20,000 people outside so you know it makes makes perfect sense these two kids stuck at trap stuck in traffic at a light are aggressively attacked by police officers like six police officers they start beating down the window one guy breaks the glass they try to pull them out like aggressively pulling them out of the the car they didn't even have a chance to think or move they weren't trying to fight they were just so confused and then they tase them and then they pull them out the car and like aggressively slam them on the ground um and I just don't and like what we are this is what we're fighting for this is what we're demanding justice for this complete disregard from a community that's supposed to protect and serve is obviously doing everything but or using excessive force for god knows what reason like what are you trying to prove um I just I don't I don't get it they're they've been fired and charges are being pressed against them and I just feel for the the two people that are having to go through this and like they're on the news almost every day talking about that experience and these are like college students it's gonna this is going to um, haunt them for majority of their lives and and if not their their entire life so heart goes out to them really um so yeah that's just like a brief summary of what's going on in the world and obviously my my mental state has not been the best um I've been very snappy I've been very quiet I just don't really have much to say um but I will talk about what it's feeling like to go through the days and pretend like um not pretend but try to continue on with a quote-unquote normal life knowing that this is all going on so monday which is probably the hardest day for me because obviously the weekend was like the, the most of the protests and then we like had um had like meetings and i really don't have much to say I don't really want to be in the meetings quite frankly I don't really want to work I don't have anything um to add or I guess I'll correct myself I don't I don't mind working but I would just rather like you give me my assignment and then I just like quietly do it 
um, because I something about being having to sit in meetings and carry on um, and entertain like corporate America like chat really bothers me so I was in a call um, and everybody I think like the question was like how was everyone's weekend there's like five people on the call nobody talks nobody says anything um, I think someone addressed the fact that nobody said anything and I, th- I think one person just like briefly said like a small portion of their weekend and then we carried on and then I was asked um okay oh Nestle like what's wrong um and I honestly found that question to be ridiculous I what do you mean what's wrong um are we living in the same world like what absolutely what do you mean by saying what's wrong so my knee-jerk reaction and I did ask like someone on my team if I was rude about it and I don't think I was rude and if I was rude I damn sure don't regret it but I did ask or my response was is that a serious question I'm going to opt out of responding to that because now we're living in a world where I kind of have to like actively choose what to say and what not to say and maintain a sense of professionalism but it really did bother me and I think it's a very insensitive question like I know like asking people how their weekend was is you know it's like a common thing to say or like a common thing to ask but like don't ask me how my weekend was you know how my weekend was you know what's going on in the world so I just think it's ridiculous to ask me that question and then I had another um someone on my team just like just like try to have a conversation with me and quite frankly I don't want to talk to anybody unless you have something specific to work or asking me a question about something related to work I don't want to talk to you I don't want to talk to you and that's that don't feel bad about it I don't mean any ill will well I, I guess if you I do have ill will if you are like not you clearly don't care that's a couple people maybe not don't maybe not caring is not the right word um but you're not actively doing anything and you're trying to like downplay what's going on in the world then I don't want to talk to you I if you and this is why I think it's such a struggle to be living in this um this world and trying to maintain professionalism because of these were people that I knew on the internet or like some strangers I would go off on them and tell them why everything that they're saying is insensitive or you know what's wrong and why they should think differently and be differently and act differently but you can't because you have to maintain like professionalism um and you know, he'll probably listen to this. And I hope that this is, if anything, um, an opportunity for you to learn why some things are. Just, just be mindful of what's going on in the world and how that may affect people around you. I'm very mindful 
of the people around me and what they may or may not be going through, especially when it's something that's just like plaguing the nation and there's, it's happening everywhere. It's happening in every country. So it's kind of ridiculous for you to just, you know, try to carry on. Um, like nothing's going on. But anyways, um, but aside from that and oh, this week, it's, I feel like it just gets worse and worse. Um, I, I've been spending most of my time on Twitter because that's how I've been consuming most of, like, the the clips of what's going on, um, how I'm staying to date on trials, um, stuff like that on Instagram. It's besides, like, the Black Square Day, which I did appreciate, but at the same time, there was a lot of performative activism going on, and that honestly just pissed me off, so I deleted that, but I have been using it to, to like, spam information at people. Um, because I do not think that it's my responsibility as a black person to teach other individuals about systemic racism and the injustice that is plaguing this world. But I will, you know, give you resources and shove it down your throat. And I don't even feel bad about it because someone needs to because people just don't care. And that's the only way to, you know, get changed. And people are like, we want peace. We want peace. Literally nothing in this country has been done or we have not moved the needle by being peaceful. It's literally never happened. So fuck your peace. I want justice. And so does the rest of the majority of America. And this time feels a little bit different because I feel like people, like more people are finally getting it. Just a little bit. Some people are just like the, the light bulb of their head is finally going off and I don't condone um thanking white people or non-black people for having and being aware of you know equality like you don't get a silver medal for that that should honestly just be something that we should all do um and I also don't I don't give any silver medals for like the the cops that get down on one knee and um post a, a picture of them hugging a black person no you don't get a gold medal from me either um i'm sorry um no gold medal no gold medal for me um i saw like a tweet and i think it summed it up pretty well it said um a cop kneeling down and hugging a black person is kind of like your abuser giving you flowers after um, they treated you poorly the day before. And I I definitely agree because the, there are clips and evidence that's showing that these same um, county or the city police officers will kneel one day and then 24 hours later they're antagonizing peaceful protesters, knocking them on the ground. Um, beating them with sticks, shooting them with rubber bullets. So you can keep the the like pictures that they're trying to portray for the world. Um, I'm sorry if if this is like all over the place. I just it's very helpful for me to just just talk, just talk. That's all I need. Um, I haven't said a lot of words. I think this is honestly the first time that I've said anything besides, like, the thoughts in my head. So, 
this is very helpful for me. Um, so anyways, carrying on. Well, the week just gets, it just got worse and worse. Um, and there was a moment where, um, people were saying, or, or, yeah, people were saying, um, the ages that they were, um, sexually assaulted or, you know, instances where they were sexually assaulted. And I know this is an issue that goes on in society. I'm aware of that. I'm aware that everybody, for the most part, knows someone who has been a victim of sexual assault. Specifically women, but men seem to not know any man who has sexually assaulted someone. But every woman knows at least one person who has been sexually assaulted. And make that make sense for me. Because it doesn't. Um, but it really hurt my soul to see some of whom I would consider... My very close friends, people that would stand um, beside me when I get married, tell me or say that they've been sexually assaulted, um, just like eats away at you, and it's just the silver icing on the fucking cake, to be honest, it just really, really hurts, so, you know, so that was this week, and today's the first day that I feel like, you know, okay, or not painfully upset or angry, um, but I do need a tissue, so I will be right back. Okay, I've acquired my tissue, and I needed my white claw, um, I hadn't, hadn't drank my white claw, and, you know, if anything, I have to stay on brand. So tonight, we're drinking the natural lime flavor. <sighs> okay. <sighs> so yeah, these people who are near and dear to me, um, I love them so much, and I care for them so much, and it really, really, really hurt, and really just like ate away at me for an entire day, and today... Um, I, I guess I, I felt a little bit better, um, because I was just finally seeing change, um, and justice happen, and, and it's, it's like a double-edged sword, because you're happy to see change, but you know that this change is only happening because people are finally standing up for themselves and finally doing something, and demanding justice, for instance, um, the Ahmad Arbery case, um, in Georgia where he was running, and another instance of modern day lynching where these two individuals, and then the third person who was following behind and recording it, who also got charged, um, chased him down because they suspected him to be, um, um, respect expected him to be tied to some ar- some robberies that had been happening in the neighborhood and they shot him three times with a shotgun um they had their case hearing today i i watched a good amount of it um and there was like a witness who said that the person who shot him stood up over that person's Ahmad's body body and said uh, racial explicits and slurs 
And that really got me. I had to take away um, a couple. I need to take. I need to take like an hour to really process that. Um, and then I saw in the news that the FBI is opening a case, and I may be wrong, but or like specifically specific details that may be um, wrong about. But needless to say, or regardless, they are. Um, doing an investigation against um, the officers who busted into Brianna Taylor's home and shot her in her sleep, be- but they got the wrong house, so they killed someone for no reason, literally no reason. She's an essential worker, she's an EMT, and... It- for this happened like a month and a half ago so like a month and a half went by and these people shot and killed someone and they got to just continue on with their day jobs with no repercussions oh jesus and then um now i think there's going to be civil or human rights or civil rights charges up against the Minneapolis Police Department so that'll be you know good to see so I guess that's why today was a better day than most days I wouldn't wouldn't call it a good day um but yeah it's just really shitty man um so with that I did want to take this time to kind of um talk about how I feel and how I feel towards groups of individuals and hopefully if anything if this applies to you or this resonates with you I hope you find a sense of peace or belonging and knowing that you're not alone and if this piece applies to you on the opposite side of the receiving end and I hope you take this as a learning opportunity um, to know how you can help or what you should and shouldn't do um, but yeah, so to know me is to know that I've always been a fun and loving, happy person, even during the darkest days. I've, I won't say that I've had a rough life. Um, I've had a pretty good life. I, I will say that. Um, but to know me just to know that I'm happy-go-lucky I'm usually always smiling I find the good in everything and right now I'm just filled with pure rage and hurt because of what's going on in the world and it's the roller coaster of emotions that I truly wish I could take away from the black community but I think we're so strong and so powerful and standing our ground and and sticking up to what we believe in to invoke change (sighs) but it's hard man um to know me is to know that I stay true in my beliefs and to understand um the need to pay respect to everyone who has lost their life to systemic and institutionalized racism there's so many names. Emmett Till, Sandra Bland, Trayvon Martin, 
Mike Brown. The list goes on and on. Those are just the first that come off the top of my head. Philander Castro. The list is never ending. And those are the people that we know. And just think about the amount of people that we don't know whose names aren't being said. Um, and I feel like this hurt is not new to us. It's a feeling that we've we've experienced for 400 years now. We know it all too well. Um, and it isn't new to me. It isn't new to your fellow black friends and families. But it might be new to you. And I wish this wasn't new to you. But that's the reality that we live in. Um, this pain and suffering that we all know a little too well is finally catching up to the rest of the society these are the individuals and I think it's very important to know that the people protesting and fighting and making an active effort to get justice are the same people that grew up watching George Zimmerman walk free so this isn't this isn't like wow why is this happening these these are hurt people angry people who want justice and this hurts us and if you're not you're a non-black person finally willing to acknowledge um what's going on in the world and you are actively fighting to be anti-racist then i welcome you with open arms However, if you're still unwilling to confront issues plaguing this world or feel as though this doesn't personally affect you, just stop listening and go ahead and unfollow, block me, whatever you want to do. I think I said it earlier in this episode, we probably wouldn't have gone along anyway. Um, to know me is to know I've never been in the best of my words and obviously this podcast episode can attest to that I, I just don't really know what to say so I am um, this is just gonna be my thoughts and my feelings so to my fellow black friends and families hurting I hear you I feel your pain we can't stop fighting for what is right I know that we're seeing justice slowly but surely but this is not the time to peel back and stop putting the pressure onto these organizations because we will not invoke change otherwise to the white friends of black people and more specifically the white friends of black people who are actively trying to be anti-racist to correct your family to correct your significant others and to correct those around you We need you guys to do better, to be better, to do more. We know what's going on in this world. It's those around you who don't know what's going on in this world or aren't willing to open open their eyes and acknowledge what's going on in this world. So it is up to you to educate those around you. It's not up to us. It's up to you. To co-workers of um black people please have grace and i think that's a really cringy word 
but I think it's very, very pertinent in this time to have grace and be kind and understand that none of us want to be working and trying to carry on in their day-to-day as if what's going on isn't going on. There wasn't a day that went by this week where I wish that I was at my desk instead of being out there protesting and standing and fighting for what's right. I didn't want to be, I didn't want to be here. We don't want to be here, but we have to be here. And if we weren't out there protesting, we want to be taking this time to decompress, to breathe, to literally just breathe because I just feel like we don't have that opportunity to just take a second and just get our thoughts out and get our emotions out and it's just that's gonna we're all gonna need a lot of damn therapy at the end of this there is no end but you know what I mean um and to those that are blind to what's going on and truthfully I'm gonna keep this short because I sure as hell hope you're not listening to my podcast um you have a, a lot of growth to do um there is no such thing as like oh like let's all be happy love each other we wish it was that easy you can't love each other in a community in a country that doesn't love you based on the color of your skin so for you to say that means you aren't aware of what's going on in the world and god jesus christ i i like someone needs to help you oh my god um so you know i'll just keep it at that just educate yourself i'm not gonna educate you educate yourself hope someone around you educates you um just that's all i have to say on that um but i mean i guess that's that's really all i have to say um if i could really identify two things that i'm struggling most with is during this time you know maintaining professionalism while living in this day and age and um having people ask me questions like how are you doing um how can I support you and more specifically um non-black people that ask me that question you you know how to support you don't I don't need you to support me. I need you to support the black community. And obviously, I don't expect everybody to be on the front lines. I haven't been able to be on the front lines. Um, But if you're not correcting and educating those around you, then sign petitions. And if you aren't signing petitions and you have the money to donate, donate anything. Everything can help. That's how you can support me. That's it. That's all I ask. Um... I I'm running on fumes at this point and I'm surprised that I even managed to get this much podcast thoughts out but I guess when this is the first time you've been able to get your words out then you obviously have more to say than you thought um I'm running on fumes man I'm just going through the motions and I'm trying to make sense of a senseless world and it sucks like I said, I'm like tired, I'm angry, I'm confused, but this all feels familiar. This is like the weirdest time. This is like the weirdest experience. 2020 
like I I'm starting to think that 2020 was made to be this way we were made to start this decade this way to invoke change like like you couldn't even have a global pandemic without people without racism and systematic systemic racism that's fucking crazy every month it's a new it's it's a new something um and aside from 2020 every month it's a new name added to the growing list that no one wants to be a part of um it's it's a lot and then I think that's all I have to say I think it's weird for me to like self-promote myself um so I won't but I will provide links um to petitions to organizations to donate to to bail funds um links to educate people just anything I feel like that would be that's how I should end it and how I should do my part I hope um how you enjoyed this episode I hope you you understood where I'm coming from and you feel you feel my my pain um or you learned something today at the very least so with that that's all that I have I will like for it to note that I don't know when I'll upload another episode aside from this, but I just knew that I could, I couldn't not say something. Um, I just couldn't, I couldn't do that and I couldn't not say something and then just like go ghost until I felt comfortable saying or going back to our regularly scheduled program. I know um, a lot of content creators are saying that they're muted this week. But honestly, we'll probably be, be muted for a while. Um, and just, we'll see. If I do bring some anything on, I would love to have a friend who has been on the front lines come on the podcast and talk about her experiences. Um, I think that's, if anything, that's what will happen in the coming weeks. But aside from that, I don't know when you'll hear from me again. Um so be safe be healthy and fight the good fight and fight to do what's right see you guys